Welcome back to All Day, All Night for a very special episode. My name is Olivia Van Skye, and with me today, as always, is Mr. Brandon K. Hello, everyone. Today, we are going to be making a revision. That's right, a revision. We're apologizing and changing and metamorphosizing. I don't know how to say that word, but we're trying. But it means evolving. Yeah. We're evolving as a podcast. We're responding to the one person who actually sent us a voice message by the name of Andrea. Her name's Andrea. She has, a, a, I think, a British accent. Is I'm not good with, like, I'm good at accents. Oh, yeah, totally, totally British. But I'm not sure, like, which part of Le Breton. It's not a let. I don't think that's a London accent. I'm not sure. Maybe she'll tell us. But here's the problem. Andrea went on to our episode that said bedtime story, and she played it for her little boy. And one thing you know about Brandon K, Olivia Van Sky, and all day all night is that we are not for children. Nope. Apologies. And so. We're going to make a special episode just for Andrea's little boy because we want to make sure they're not traumatized. We're going to read a real bedtime story. A few. Well, and by a few, I mean two. Yes. We will be reading The Ugly Duckling and... Velveteen Rabbit. Brandon will be reading The Velveteen Rabbit and I will be trying not to cry on this side because that is such a moving story. And also, my therapist uses it to describe what parenting is like. So there's that. Um, We will be playing uh, Andrea's message here shortly, so you guys can hear what she said. We like transparency here on this podcast, and we're really sorry, Andrea. And she said some nice things about us. She said a lot of nice things, but... um, So we want people to hear it. Well, more than that, I want people to hear the criticism, because we're finally getting the edge... I so desperately lack here but we'll be keeping a clean episode today so no cursing Brandon I'll try just stop it right now I know what you're thinking and just stop that relax and enjoy all right here is Andrew's message Hello, I was um, dropping on your channel. My name's Andrea. Um, with your title being Bedtime Stories, um, well, Bedtime um, in the Stories section, I was hoping it was going to be a, a little story for my little boy to listen to. Um, as it unfolded, I realised that it probably didn't have the appropriate content for um, my little boy to listen to. I did enjoy the, the way that you were communicating with each other and trying to go with the flow and develop the story um, as you were creating it. So I did find that really interesting. Um, but really, it's just the title. Um, but anyway, um, I did enjoy segments of it. Um, it wasn't what I came for, but it was uh, something that was unexpected. Um, so, yeah, um, do check out my channel if you have a moment. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye. 
that was the message from Andrea. Her channel will be linked in our description. Make sure to check it out and send her some nice love. She has been writing her own stories for her channel and they're actually quite delightful. Don't, don't you agree, Brandon? Yeah, I thought it was really cute. They are really cute. Uh, so yeah, also, side note, uh, Brandon, I don't know if you knew I was going to say this, but this is also an unofficial audition for your next story. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah. So do a good job. I'm going to beat you <laughs> for yeah. unpaid work in voice acting. <laughs> All right. This is the story of the ugly duckling. It has been adapted from Hans Christian Andersen, and it's brought to you by the website storiestogrowby.org. I hope this is the less dark version. On a farm long ago, a mama duck sat on her nest. How long must I wait for my babies to hatch? She said, I have to sit here all alone and no one comes to visit me. But what could she do? A mama duck must keep her eggs warm till they hatch. At last, the eggs began to crack. One by one, yellow ducklings stepped out of their shells. They shook their wings and said, Quack, quack. Look at all of you, said Mama Duck with joy. You are all so cute. Quack, quack, they said. Mama Duck said, Come and line up. We will go down to the lake for your very first swim. She counted one two three four five oh dear she said i should have six ducklings but one large egg was still in the nest well said mama duck it looks like that big egg will take more time so she had to go sit on her nest again and wait some more the next day, the big eggs started to hatch. Out came a baby boy bird. But if one may say so, it was an odd-looking thing. This bird was much bigger than the others. He was not yellow at all. He was dark gray from his head to his feet, and he walked with a funny wobble. One of the yellow ducklings pointing out, What is that? He cannot be one of us. I have never seen such an ugly duckling, said another. How could you say such a thing, said Mama Duck in a stern voice. You are only one day old. Your brother hatched from the very same nest as you did. Now line up. We will go to the lake for your very first swim. Yet the other ducklings quacked. Ugly 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 the ugly duckling did not know why the other ducklings were yelling at him he took the last spot in the line Aww. each yellow duck jumped in the river and swam behind mama duck when it was his turn the ugly duckling jumped in and started to paddle too at least he can swim mama duck said to herself when they left the water and started to play, the ugly duckling tried to play with his brothers and sisters too. 
they yelled, Go away! We will not play with you. You are ugly and you walk weird too. When Mama Duck was close by, she would not let them talk in this way. Be nice! She would scold, but she was not always close by. One day, one of the yellow ducklings said to the ugly duckling, You know what? You would do us a big favor if you just went away from here. All of them started to quack. Get out! Get out! Get out! Why won't they let me stay here? said the ugly duckling to himself. He hung his head down low. Ah, uh, they are right. I should go. That night, the ugly duckling flew over the farmyard fence. He flew till he landed on the other side of the lake. There he met two grown-up ducks. Can I please stay here for a while, said the ugly duckling. I have nowhere else to be. What do we care, said one of the ducks. Just don't get in our way. Woof, woof. Suddenly, a big, hungry dog came tearing by, chasing the two ducks. They quickly flew up in the air and their, fe their feathers fell down on the ground. The poor ugly duckling froze in fear. The dog sniffed and sniffed at the ugly duckling, then turned away. I am too ugly even for the big hungry dog to want, said the ugly duckling with his head hung low. The sky turned dark. Crack! bolt of lightning. Then came a big storm with heavy rains pouring down from the sky. In just moments, the ugly duckling was soaked through and through. Then a cold wind started to blow. Brrr, he said with both wings held close to his chest. If only there was a place I could get dry. All at once, a tiny light blinked far off in the woods. Could it be someone's hut? He flew to the door. Quack, said the ugly duckling. The door of the hut creaked open. What is all this noise? Said an old woman, looking right and left. Her eyes were not that good. Then she looked down. Ah, look at that. It's a duck. She picked up the ugly duckling and dropped him inside her hut. You can stay here, but only if you lay eggs, she said. A tomcat and hen crept up to the ugly duckling. Who do you think you are coming in here and taking a broom by the fire? Said the tomcat. Squawk, said the hen. I do not need anyone else in this hut laying eggs. Do not worry about that, said the ugly duckling. I am a boy duck. Then why are you still here, said the tomcat. Did you not hear what the old woman said? Get out of here, pretender, clucked the hen. Get out, get out. <sighs> The door was still a bit open, so our poor, ugly duckling slipped out the door and back into the storm. No one ever wants me, said the ugly duckling with a tear in his eye. Aww, Brandon, it's so sad.
the storm ended. Soon he found a new lake. Looking into the water, the ugly duckling saw the reflection of a flock of large white birds flying. He looked overhead and could not believe what he saw. There above him were the most beautiful birds he had ever seen. Their long white bodies and slender necks seemed to just glide through the sky. He watched until the very last bird had winged its way out of view. He stayed at that lake all by himself and time passed. The leaves of the trees turned deep red and gold and then the leaves fell to the ground. Winter came, setting a blanket of white snow all over. The cold wind and the dark clouds made the ugly duckling feel even more sad. He had to go into the cold, cold lake to fish, but it was getting harder to swim. The lake was turning to ice. One day, it was all he could do was to paddle the water to keep it from freezing around him and trapping him in the lake. I am so tired, he said, paddling with all his might. The ice got thicker and drew closer to him. In a moment, two giant hands swept him up. You poor thing, said a farmer. He had the ugly duckling close to his thick wool jacket and took the bird to his home. Never was a warm fireplace more welcome. For the rest of the winter, the farmer cared for the ugly duckling. Then spring came. Tips of green covered the trees. Short, bright flowers popped up from the ground. It is time for you to go to the lake to swim again as you were born to do, said the farmer. He took the duckling back to the lake where he had found him and set him with care on the water. Gosh, I feel strong, said the young bird, flapping his wings. Why, I never felt as strong as I do right now. He heard quiet, splashing sounds behind him and turned around. A flock of those same beautiful birds he had seen in the sky before landed behind him on the water. Do not worry, he said to them, holding out one wing. I will go now. I will not make trouble for you. A big fat tear rolled down his cheek. He turned to go away. When he opened his eyes, he saw a reflection in the water of one of those beautiful white birds. Why was it so close to him? <gasps> he jumped back, and the reflection jumped back too. What is this? He said. He stretched his neck, and the reflection of the beautiful bird stretched its neck too. Why are you going so soon? Said one of the beautiful birds. Stay here with us, said another. We'll be great friends. Then the bird, who used to be the ugly duckling, knew what had happened. He was no longer an ugly gray bird that wobbled when it walked. He was now a beautiful white swan. At one moment, all the swans flapped their wings and took off into the sky. Come with us, one called back. Take the lead. So he flapped his wings fast, real fast, and took his place in front of the whole flock. All his new friends flapped their wings behind him. 
say, he said, gliding and dipping through the sky as he sped on. Who's an ugly duckling now? Surely not I. The end. Thanks, Brandon. Brandon. And Brandon, how's the story? Beautiful. Stunning. Not ugly. Brandon, why don't you take us to commercial break? And now, a word from our sponsor. Velveteen Rabbit. I am so excited to hear you read this. This is the fairy tale story of the Velveteen Rabbit, or how toys became real. Oh my god, just like me. It is brought to you by Stories by Stories to Grow by. Dot org. A soft and fluffy Velveteen Rabbit lived in a toy box in a boy's room. Each day the boy opened the toy box and picked up Velveteen Rabbit, and Velveteen Rabbit was happy. Then, newer, brighter toys came into the toy box. They had special tricks. Some could move when the boy pushed a button, others bounced high. Velveteen Rabbit had no special tricks or buttons. No wonder the boy started to choose these other new toys. At night, when the toys were back all in the toy box, the other toys talked with pride about the fine things they could do. Velveteen Rabbit was quiet. There was not much to say. Only one other toy in the toy box was like Velveteen Rabbit. Cowboy Horse was also a soft, fluffy toy, but he was old. Most of his hair was worn away. He had only one eye left. Cowboy Horse said to Velveteen Rabbit, Soft toys like us are really the lucky ones. We get loved the most, and when soft toys get loved and loved, we can become real. What is real? said Velveteen Rabbit. Being real is the best, said Skin Horse. You can move when you want to move. When you are real, if you are loved, you can show your love back. This this all sounded fine to Velveteen Rabbit, but how could that ever happen as long as Velveteen Rabbit was stuck in the toy box? After all, the boy was playing with toys that could do special things. One day, Nana, who took care of the boy, flew open the lid of the toy box. She said in a busy tone, Oh dear, that walking doggy is missing. I must find something else for the boy. In a second, Velveteen Rabbit was plopped down onto the bed with the boy. This began another happy time for Velveteen Rabbit. Each night, the boy would hold Velveteen Rabbit close in his arms. In the morning, the boy would show Velveteen Rabbit how to make rabbit holes under the sheets. If the boy went outside to a picnic or to the park, Velveteen Rabbit would come with him too. After a while, with the hugging and holding, much of Velveteen Rabbit's fur got matted down. Its pink nose grew less pink with all the boy's kisses. But Velveteen Rabbit did not care. It was happy. One day, the boy became sick. His forehead got very hot. The doctor came and went. Nana walked back and forth in fear. Day after day, the boy stayed in bed. There was nothing for Velveteen Rabbit to do but to stay in bed too, day after day. Then at last, the boy got better. Such joy in the house. The doctor said the boy must go to the shore. How wonderful, thought Velveteen Rabbit. 
Many times the boy had talked happily about the shore and told of its white sands and big blue ocean. What about this old bunny? Nana asked the doctor. That old thing, said the doctor. It's full of scarv it's full of scarlet fever germs. Burn it at once. Get him a new bunny. So Velveteen Rabbit was thrown into a sack along with the boys' bedsheets and old clothes and a lot of junk. The sack was carried to the backyard. The gardener was told to burn the whole thing. But the gardener was too busy with picking the beans and peas before nightfall, so he left the sack behind. I will take care of it tomorrow, he said. The sack was not tied at the top, and Velveteen Rabbit fell out. The next day, when the gardener picked up the sack to take it away to be burned, Velveteen Rabbit was not in it. Then it started to rain. Velveteen Rabbit was sad. So far away from the boy, never again to be nice and cozy together, and now soaking wet, a tear fell from Velveteen's ab <laughs> A tear fell from Velveteen Rabbit's eye over his cheek. It plopped onto the grass. All at once at the spot where the tear fell, a flower grew up. Then the bud of the flower opened. A tiny fairy. Hello, Rabbit, said the fairy. Do you know who I am? I wish I did, said Velveteen Rabbit. I am the fairy that takes care of toys that are well loved, said the fairy. By then, Velveteen Rabbit was shabby and gray. The boy had loved off all of his whiskers. The pink lining in the ears had long turned gray. Its brown spots, once fresh and bright, were now faded and hard to see. It is time now for me to make you real, said the fairy. I think I remember real, said Velveteen Rabbit. Now what was it Cowboy Horse had said? Ah yes, when you are real you can move when you want to move. If you are loved you can love back. With one touch of the fairy's wand, Velveteen Rabbit felt different, tickly. All of a sudden, each one of its two legs sewn together tight could move. A fly landed on Velveteen Rabbit's head and it was itchy. As quick as a wink, that foot was up at the Velveteen Rabbit's head to scratch it off. So this is being real, said Velveteen Rabbit. I can move when I want to move. I will show you some new friends, said the fairy. And the fairy took Velveteen Rabbit where several rabbits ran and hopped about. Soon they were all great friends. Time went by. The boy was back from the shore. He was all better now. One day the boy went to the backyard to play. From the trees nearby, a few rabbits hopped out. One rabbit was brown all over and another was all white. A third rabbit had brown spots. Most of them faded. That one hopped the closest to the boy. The boy thought, Why, this rabbit looks just like my old bunny that was lost when I was sick. I love that bunny. What he didn't know was that it was his very own bunny come back to see the boy, for he was the reason the Velveteen Rabbit had become real. Oh. <laughs> That's such a good story, Brandon. I thought it was a little sad. It was really sad. Um, this is also like about love, you know, and like I told you this, this story, like it was really, it's really emotional. You know, like your parents, they love you so much, and they go through so much, and. But my therapist, she talks about like how your parents love you and take care of you and do all these things to 
to love you and how when you love somebody it makes you real and she uses this book as an example of that that's deep really deep well Andrea we, we hope you enjoyed those stories and that your little boy got some sleep have a great day and a great night Thank you.